This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For connectors, cables, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. And by ICOM. Heard it? Worked it? Logged it. Visit www.icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information about ICOM radios. It's Ham Radio. Hello everyone, it's time for Ham Talk Live. It's episode number 314, the HamSci Conference 2023. This was recorded on Thursday, February 16th, 2023. I'm your host, Neil Rapp. My call signs WB9VPG. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Ham Talk Live. Tonight we're joined by Dr. Nathaniel Frizzell, W2NAF, and Gary McKeaton, AF8A. Last time here on the show, I was live in Orlando at Hamcation 2023 with Michael Colley, the chairman of Hamcation W4ORL. Thanks to the entire Hamcation team for all the hospitality. And if you missed the show, you can listen anytime at hamtalklive.com or on your favorite podcast app or on YouTube. So uh, that's what's uh, been happening. Happy to uh, to be back to got a got a little uh, allergy mess going on uh, uh, when I got back. So I've been kind of fighting that off a little bit, but uh, it's great to get down there and uh, great to great to be back with you all once again but uh, we'll get back to the show and uh, back with nathaniel and gary right after this word from tower electronics right here on ham talk live jerry what's up man i haven't seen you at sunbucks in a while i used to see you every morning getting coffee what's up well i can't afford sunbucks five days a week anymore I had to spend my money on PL259s. You know, those antenna projects I've been meaning to do. I had to do them before my HOA finds out I have antennas. That's too bad, Jerry. I miss seeing you and catching up over coffee. You should get your PL259s from Tower Electronics. They have great stuff. Jerry, you're back. Oh, QRM Heterodyne Frappuccino. That's a good choice. How's it going? Did you get all those antennas up before the HOA police showed up? Yeah, I got them all done. Thanks for telling me about Tower Electronics. Now I can have my coffee. I just saved a bunch of money on my PL259s by switching to Tower Electronics. Don't get caught without PL259s. Visit Tower Electronics online at pl-259.com or at a ham fest near you. Or give them a call at 920-435-2973. And be sure to pick up some power poles, adapters, and cables, too. And on the Tower Electronics AmFest schedule, Dalton, Georgia is coming up on February 25th. 
March 4th will be in Cave City, Kentucky. March 19th, Maumee, Ohio. March 25th, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Or visit them online at pl-259.com. Ham Talk Live. The longer you listen, the later it gets. Welcome back to Ham Talk Live. Tonight, Dr. Nathaniel Frisell, W2NAF, and Gary McKitten, AF8A, join us on the Orlando Amateur Radio Club and Hamcation Zoom line. Uh, Dr. Nathaniel Frisell, W2NAF, is an assistant professor at the University of Scranton in physics, where he teaches digital signal processing, fundamental physics, and electromagnetics, and he's the lead organizer of HamSci, a project that explores how amateur radio can help us understand more about the physics of the ionosphere. And he was the 2019 Dayton Hamvention Amateur of the Year. And Gary McKeaton, AF8A, is a dedicated CW operator in Mayfield Village, Ohio, just outside of Cleveland. And uh, he is the amateur radio coordinator for Ham Size 2023 and 2024 Solar Eclipse QSO parties and Gladstone Signal Spotting Challenges. So, guys, uh, thanks for joining us tonight. You're welcome. It's a pleasure to be here, Neil. Good to be a part of it. Well, Gary, we're going to talk to you about uh, some of these uh, solar eclipse QSO parties coming up uh, here in just a little bit. But uh, first things first, Nathaniel, uh, this is, is this the third year for the – Hamsai conference fourth year where, this where is are we sixth, on that this sixth is the sixth year Hamsai workshop yes wow time flies so this is the sixth year for uh the mm-hmm. Hamsai workshop and it has grown and uh it will be the fourth the fourth one that's in person the fourth in person one okay yes. very good we, we had okay, we were virtual for thinking. two years here's your virtual right. book this is our, right. our sixth annual conference, and it's our fourth in-person one. <laughs> so um, I was looking at the um, the agenda, and wow, you've got a you've got quite the agenda for this. Uh, some really cool topics, and and a lot of them. So uh, just give us a little bit of a rundown of what the Hamsai Conference is and what's going to be happening this year um and and you're staying home at scranton this time right we are staying home at scranton yes so yeah the Hamside workshop is an annual workshop uh that the aim is to bring together professional space scientists uh with the amateur radio community and so it's a, a really blend a really a blend of these two communities uh the workshop is funded by the national science foundation and ardc and uh, we have many different topics uh, pertaining to amateur radio and radio science. So it's uh, going to be over two days this year. It will be March 17th, Friday, March 17th, and Saturday, March 18th, 2023. And the Friday day is organized very much like a scientific conference where you have fairly uh, fast-paced oral presentations all day long. So we've got 20-minute oral presentations, and we've split it up into different topics. Uh, we have, in the in the morning, we're talking about the Hamsai Personal Space Weather Station. Uh, then we're going to be talking about 
uh, ionospheric modeling and traveling ionospheric disturbances. In the afternoon, we have the uh, Festival of Eclipse Ionospheric Science and the Solar Eclipse QSO parties. And then in the late afternoon, we talk about solar flare impacts and radio astronomy in the aurora. And I think one of the things that's really neat about this conference is we really get to fly people in from all over the country and now even all over the world to come talk about the things that they're studying. So we just have a very a wonderful, diverse speaker list um, of people who are uh, both experts in their fields. Uh, we have students. Uh, we have amateurs. They're all coming together. It's very exciting. Well, anytime you can mix science and ham radio, I'm, I'm all over it being the, the, uh, chemist that I am, but, uh, it, it's, it's a great opportunity to, to share all these things and find out what everybody else is doing and, 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 mm-hmm. you know, get some ideas even. I agree. And we have a number of uh, invited speakers as well. Um, so on Friday night, we're going to have a banquet. We have a keynote speaker, Dr. Patricia Reif, W5TAR. Uh, she's a professor at Rice University, and she's also the founder of the Rice Space uh, Science Space Institute. And she's going to be giving the keynote talk of uh, forging bonds between amateurs and professionals. And uh, she's really neat because she is really quite famous in the space physics community, Um She's an American Geophysical Union fellow, and she also has a very strong history in amateur radio. She has developed uh, amateur radio courses at the collegiate level, and she uses amateur radio as a way of teaching physics and space physics. And then on Saturday morning, we have Dr. Joseph Huba of uh, Syntech Technologies and uh, formerly of the Naval Research Laboratory. He is the developer of a physics-based ionospheric model called SAMI-3, which we're going to be using uh, for studying the upcoming eclipses. And also uh, Jesse Alexander, WB2IFS from the Naval, I'm sorry, from the National Radio Astronomy Observatory, the NRAO. And he's running a special program to bring in underrepresented peoples into amateur radio. So it's really exciting to have all these people come. Well, that sounds like some great uh, topics and some great people presenting them. Um, and then uh, that that's Friday. What's, what's Saturday look like here? Well, Saturday starts off with the uh, invited speakers, Joe Hube and Jesse Alexander. And then um, we have a few more oral presentations. Uh, NASA had a uh, Space Apps Hackathon Challenge earlier this year where they challenged people in 48 hours uh, to come up with some sort of a new technique for uh, studying the ionosphere using amateur radio data and existing models. And so we have one of the winning teams uh, from that group. They'll be coming to present their work. And uh, they're coming in from uh, United Kingdom and from uh, Poland and possibly from Egypt. Uh, then we have uh, some more general interest topics of um, uh history of DXing and contesting. And uh, we have one person who was participating in the uh, AWRL uh, propagation experiments in uh, 1957, the International Geophysical Year. And in the afternoon, we have some more hands-on workshops. So Ed Hare from the AWRL headquarters, Ed Hare W1RFI, he'll be coming giving a workshop on using propagation analysis 
software and antenna modeling to select antennas uh, for receive and transmit sites. We have uh, Case Western Reserve University, their uh, amateur radio club, WAEDU. They're going to be doing a number of hands-on uh, workshops. Um, we have, we're going to have a tour where the new University of Scranton amateur radio uh, station that's being funded by the ARDC. We have a tour of where that's going to be. Uh, we have exhibits of uh, boat anchor equipment um, from the 1930s up through the present. Uh, we're going to be giving tours of that, uh, just all sorts of different things. And uh, we have lots of uh, posters too, research posters, posters about local organizations. Uh, these are posters that are given by students, um, by uh, other faculty members at the university, um, other students from other universities, uh, quite a bit going on. And you can, you can see the whole uh, agenda. If you go to hamside.org, uh, there's a big banner that takes you to the conference webpage. Uh, you can read the whole agenda there for yourself. And uh, if you want, you can come to Scranton and you can participate in person yourself. And if you can't make it to Scranton, we're making all the oral presentations still be available uh, streamed online. So you'll be able to uh, join in virtually for free. Excellent. Excellent. Well, uh, I know that you're excited about that tour of, of where the ham radio station is going to be. You shared some of those plans oh, I with am. me and it, it's, it's going to be one nice station. So, uh, I know you're, you're excited about, uh, getting that going. Um, and, and then I, I have to put in a plug for, for one of our, for one of our Yoda campers that, uh, that's showing up. So tell us a little bit about what Dylan's doing. Oh, uh, Dylan Romero. Uh, he is one of the youth on the air campers and he's going to be talking about youth on the air at the Hamside workshop. So he'll have a little booth and demonstration. And he'll talk all about the camp and he's actually not the only Yoda, uh, camper that's going to be there. Right. Yeah, that's uh, right. We have another one right. that, that you know that's very right. well. So our very, at Scranton, our very own Veronica Romanic, KD2UHN, uh, she will also be there. Uh, she'll be giving a presentation on her research, uh, but I'm sure she'll also hang out at the Yoda booth as well. And and, and Dylan's working on a, a, a case, is that right? Yeah, so uh, we are, uh, for the personal space weather station, we're still working on developing this tangerine software-defined radio. So uh, Dylan's going to help design a case that the electronics can go inside. So that is an upcoming project that he's going to be working on. All right. Well, um, you know, one of the other things on the list is, is Gary. Uh, Gary, tell us a little bit about uh, what you'll be talking about at the HamSci conference. Sure. The uh, solar eclipses that are coming up late in 2023 and early in 2024 across North America are great opportunities for researching how the sun and the ionosphere react and, and work against and work with one another. And the Solar Eclipse QSO party, there's a couple of events which will put uh, a lot of amateurs on the air during those eclipses and will be generating a lot of data that Nathaniel and other researchers will be able to use to uh, someday hopefully improve propagation forecasting and uh, learn, well, you know, who knows what about the, the ionosphere going forward. You know, that's one of the things about science is, 
you study things and, and you never know what you may or may not end up with. <laughs> so you just, you just don't know. And, and so the more you study it, the, the more you understand it, the, the more possibilities are there. And so that'll be, uh, it'll be really cool. And I know, uh, this eclipse is, is going over, uh, almost exactly over, um, my former QTH, uh, from just a couple of years ago. So I may have to call up some friends and say, Hey, can I, uh, come hang out in your backyard for a little bit or something? But, uh, we'll, uh, we'll dive into those, uh, in more here in, uh, in just a little bit. So, um, uh, Nathaniel, tell everybody, um, if they want to come to Scranton and, and hear about all this stuff, how do they do that? Uh, it's very simple, Neil. Uh, you just go to uh, hamsci.org, uh, and you can follow the banner that takes you right to the conference page, and you're able to register there. The uh, hotel information's on there as well. So just uh, follow the information there, and you can come over to Scranton. And, um, right. and very shortly, we'll also... The Zoom link is not posted yet, but within the next week or so, I'll get the Zoom link up there as well. Okay. Very good. Well, we're going to talk some more about the um, HamSci Conference and the Solar Eclipse QSO parties with Nathaniel and Gary. We'll do that right after this word from ICOM America right here on Ham Talk Live. Got cabin fever? Look no further and spring into the new year with ICOM. Whether out in the field or inside your ham shack, we have what you're looking for with one of our base stations, mobiles, or handhelds for the love of ham radio. ICOM's newest amateur FM transceiver is the ICV3500, and it's ready to hit the road whenever you are. With a compact body and simple interface, this radio is a must for those looking for a long-range mobile with a fresh look. Go farther away and get louder audio with the ICV3500 mobile. Simple operation with a modern white display, instant volume loud and mute functions, emergency call and alarm functions, and four and a half watts of loud and clear audio. And... With an IP67 waterproof rating, the ICT-10 can withstand any field activities ahead, hear any transmission, and listen to FM broadcasts with the loud 1500 milliwatt speaker. The ICT-10 is an excellent choice for any bug-out bag. This rugged portable meets or exceeds standard military testing. It has 5 watts output power on 2 meters and 70 centimeters, 11 hours of operating time, 16 DTM auto dial memories, NOAA weather alerts, and built-in CTCSS DTCS. And of course, the rig that changed the way entry-level HF is designed, the IC7300, the portable HF rig with base station features, the IC705, the ID5100 advanced dual-band mobile, the powerful ID52A dual-band HT with waterfall display and D-Star, and more are all available from ICOM America. Visit icomamerica.com slash Amateur for more information on ICOM radios. Oh, yeah. You're talking ham radio, baby. You're listening to Ham Talk Live with Neil Rapp. And welcome back to Ham Talk Live. Be sure to check us out on 
Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You'll learn a little bit more about the show there, so be sure you do that. Well, right now, we're going to get back to Dr. Nathaniel Frisell, W2NAF, and Gary McKeaton, AF8A, from AMSI. But first, it's time for the Joke of the Week. Now it's time for the Ham Talk Live Ham Radio Joke of the Week, the part of the show where Rick tells us a ham radio joke. The Ham Talk Live Ham Radio Joke of the Week is brought to you by QRM Labs. Now, here's Rick Garrett in 9GSU with today's Ham Talk Live Joke of the Week. I was having a terrible time getting my new radio to pair up with the Bluetooth on my phone. I renamed the radio as Titanic, and it's sinking now. This has been the Ham Talk Live Ham Radio Joke of the Week with Rick Garrett in 9GSU. Tune in again next week for another joke from Rick. All right, we are back with Dr. Nathaniel Frizzell, W2NAF, and Gary McKeaton, AF8A. And we're talking about the upcoming HamSci activities. We have the uh, conference coming up in March. And, uh, again, make sure you check that out at HamSci.org if you want to go or if you want to attend virtually, you can do that as well. Uh, but, Gary, let's let's talk a little bit about these solar eclipse QSO parties. And we had had one uh, that hit North America and then some that, that were outside of North America. And now uh, we're, we're going to be hitting uh, a big one here in the Midwest. So uh, tell us about these uh, QSO parties coming up and what they're trying to accomplish. Okay, so we've got two upcoming events in October of 23, October of this year. We're going to have an annular eclipse. So most of the sun will be covered by the moon. And, of course, in April of 2024, we'll have a full eclipse transiting a good part of North America. And what uh, Nathaniel and the other researchers have asked for is, is as much radio QSO or contact data as we can possibly gather during these eclipses. And what I mean is, you know, these QSO parties, which are a fairly common thing uh, throughout the entire ham radio calendar during the year, they're a part of a a very popular ham radio subculture called contesting. And that's where during a specific date and a specific time, a large number of amateurs will get on the air. In our case, it's going to be the shortwave or the high frequency bands and simply make contacts with one another. The contacts are brief. Um, they're very numerous. We'll have people in a 12 hour period that'll probably make over a thousand contacts. And, uh, one of the elements of this, this contesting activity is that, uh, everyone will be recording the contacts as they make them. They'll be using logging software to keep track of their contacts. So this will give us data in a couple of different forms. One is after the contest, after the solar eclipse QSO party, uh, the participants will submit their logs to a special website and we'll be able to extract all their contact data, who contacted whom, how far the contacts were, and of course, what time relative to the, uh, the solar eclipse. Um, the second thing is there'll be, there is always a lot of receiving stations, uh, up, out there in the real world. Uh, they're called CW skimmers or, uh, beacon receivers. There's a lot of different names for them. But many of those receivers, the data, the, the signals they receive and record are aggregated on some very well-known sites such as pfkreporter.info 
and the RBN, the Reverse Beacon Network. And again, after the after these eclipses pass over, the researchers will be able to extract the data out of those sites as well, and again, get the same kind of information: what contacts were made over what distances over what time relative to the eclipses. And that'll give them a, a an idea of how the sun affected the ionosphere and how that the ionosphere affected the uh, propagation of radio signals. So that's so if people clip. wanted. Oh yeah. So if people want to uh, do their little part and participate um, a, a, into scientific research, or you know, have an excuse to get on the radio, uh, how do they do that? What do they yeah, need to do? Yeah, it's real simple. As, as Nathaniel said, you can go to hamside.org, and the first banner you see is going to be for the upcoming conference. The second one will be something called the Festivals of Eclipse Ionospheric Science. And if you click on that banner, it'll take you to a page that will explain uh, the rules and some frequently asked questions regarding the solar eclipse CUSO party and also our second event, the Gladstone Signal Spotting Challenge, which is something new for this year. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about that. The GSSE is uh, something that's uh, specific to uh, a mode that many people who are interested in propagation will will play with. It's called WISPR, W-S-P-R. That's part one of the Joe Taylor K1JT suite of uh, uh, low signal uh, signal to noise ratio modes. And uh, also there's some other similar modes called FST4W and the like. But these are folks who either, one, may set up very low-power beacons and transmit these whisper and FST4W signals, which are then received by uh, sites around the world and aggregated into these databases. And uh, there's others, uh, most of whom are hands, but some may also be shortwave listeners, who will set up receiving stations who will listen for whisper signals and FST4W signals and, again, send them to these aggregation sites. So this is an opportunity for people who don't necessarily want to make live person-to-person contacts, but who very much want to participate in the generation of signals and reception of signals and contribution to these large databases that the researchers will eventually to uh, turn to to uh, try and figure out how the ionosphere reacted during the eclipses. That, that's some pretty cool stuff. And, and, you know, anything that we can use to, to measure what's going on is, uh, is always beneficial. I know, uh, Nathaniel's found some, some very neat things throughout his research and, um, it's just a great opportunity for people to do that. So, so yeah, the reverse beacon network and the, uh, PSK reporter it takes care of, you know, a lot of the digital and CW reception. So, so what about sideband? You just, you cover that with the logs? Exactly. Yeah. The, the participants logs will be the main source of data there. And, uh, one other thing I'd like to mention too, just to, uh, give a little background and, and maybe an analogy to help people understand why we think this, this research is so valuable. If you look at terrestrial weather, you know, the stuff that's happening outside your window, the temperature, rainfall, precipitation, that sort of thing. When I was a kid 50 years ago, um, weather predictions weren't all that accurate. They were good maybe a day or two out, but beyond that, they were very, very, uh, suspect. 
But over the time, um, through the collection of a lot of data and a lot of research by uh, the scientific community, statisticians and whatnot, terrestrial weather forecasting has improved tremendously. We're even in a place where I'm at near Cleveland. Um, they can give pretty accurate 8- to 10-day forecasts. There's no reason we can't expect the same thing to happen with HF propagation forecasting. Today, um, it's very statistics-based. Um, it's not the greatest thing in the world. But if we do this kind of research, collect this kind of data, and learn about it and improve the models that we use to, to help make these predictions, the thought is that someday HF radio prediction will be as good as terrestrial weather prediction, and that will benefit all hams and other users of the radio spectrum, whether it's GPS operators or Starlink or whoever it might be. So there's a lot of benefit to be gained. Very uh, well put. Uh, just a lot of stuff that w- that we can figure out from all this. So thank you for your um, support in being the, the radio coordinator for all of this and, and making um, all this data available for for uh, the, the uh, us geeks like Nathaniel to process <laughs> and get uh, some kind of conclusion from it. So, all right, well, we're going to finish up here. Um, Nathaniel, you mentioned a, a couple of things uh, that will be at the uh, uh, conference. You, you've got a, a special event station and, and a test session too, right? We sure do. So I'm working with the local amateur radio clubs, the Murgos Amateur Radio Club, K3YTL, in uh, Wilkes-Barre, and the uh, Scranton-Pocono Amateur Radio Club, or SPARC, um, in the Scranton area. And they are helping us out by putting together a uh, special event station that will be on the air for the whole workshop. That will be using the call sign W3USR, W3 University of Scranton Radio. And then um, we will also have a VE session uh, Saturday afternoon. So we're really trying to get the ham radio into this conference. All right. And Gary, any anything we left out here on the on the QSO parties? No, just um, take a look at those pages, uh, especially hamside.org slash Eclipse. Uh, again, we've got all the details and, and a lot of background in case you're not familiar with maybe Whisper or some of these other modes. We've got some links that you can learn about. Maybe you'll get excited. And there's also going to be some other events that uh, maybe the they're not fully defined yet, but we've got some other opportunities probably that will pop up between now and, uh, and the October time frame. All right. Very good. Well, guys, thank you so much for being here. I uh, appreciate your time. I know you haven't been on Zoom enough today. so <laughs> <laughs> It's been great, Neil. Thank you. So thanks and enjoy for, being uh, part of the podcast. Yeah, thanks for being here and, and taking some more time on Zoom today. Uh, I think we've all had ha- had our, our 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 Zoom fill for the day. I think uh, we've we've all spent all day on Zoom pretty much. But uh, that's uh, that's cool that you're doing that. So, uh, best of luck with the uh, event and the QSO parties, and uh, look forward to hearing uh, the results. And we have to have you back again, of course. Thank you. Yes, we'll be back. All right. Well, that is a wrap for this edition of Ham Talk Live. I'd like to thank my guests, Dr. Nathaniel Fursell, W2NAF, and Gary McKeaton, AF8A, 
and everybody out there in cyberspace for listening and invite you all back next time. And uh, to see our upcoming guests, just go to hamtalklive.com. So for now, this is Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, saying 7375, and may the good DX be yours. For 73, to you and your family, I'll be seeing you further down the law. Your 73, to you and your family, I'll be seeing you further down the law. It's hard to believe that you're anti-redeemed, cause you sound just like a local up here. But why don't those whistling Mediterraneans check it with frequency?